Welcome to Dinosaur George Kids, a show for anyone who loves dinosaurs. Dinosaur George has studied paleontology for over 50 years and has performed live to over 4 million students across the world. So sit back and enjoy today's show. Now, here's Dinosaur George. I'm Dinosaur George, and it's great to be spending more time with you. I know for a lot of you, school has begun, so I get so many messages saying that you like to listen to this podcast going to and from school, so I hope you, uh, I hope you enjoy it. Got a lot of stuff, always a lot of stuff going on couple of the probably most exciting thing at my um, museum and store at Traders Village in San Antonio, I received the skull of a giant woolly mammoth. I'm talking about an enormous one. Its tusks are incredibly long. This thing is magnificent. We posted a picture of it over on the Dinosaur George Kids Facebook group page. And for all of the Tyrannosaur members of my patron club, they got advance notice. They found out weeks before everybody else, and they got to see pictures of that as well. So that mammoth is huge. It's a great addition to my my museum. I'm really glad to have it. I absolutely love it. Uh, Speaking of the store, we've added a new line, and that is STEM products, STEM products meaning science, technology, engineering, and math. These are hands-on activities. These are different. You can build robots. You can grow uh, your own crystals. You can build a volcano. These are really cool. L- let me say, and I, and I know so many of you have asked why we don't have a store on our website anymore and why we don't ship all over the country and worldwide. Let me explain why. The cost of shipping has gone up so much that if somebody, say somebody wants to buy a $5 item from me, shipping might be $6 or 7 Or if it's out of the country, shipping could be as much as $20 to ship a little $5 item. And it just it's just not worth it. Um, expecting people to pay that much because I would have to raise my prices to be able to to be able to make it worth our time as well. So I'm so sorry, but I just I, I we just couldn't do the the gift shop anymore. I mean the gift shop. We couldn't do the the merchandise, online merchandise anymore. And then also a lot of major, major companies like Amazon offer free shipping and people ask us how come we don't offer free shipping. There's just no way we can. If you buy a, a ten dollar dinosaur and I have to pay $12 to ship it, then I lose $2. And from a business, you just, you just simply can't survive that way. So I'm so sorry. But if you ever do come to San Antonio or if you live in or around San Antonio, come out to my gift shop and museum and you can see my new woolly mammoth skull and all the cool stuff that we sell in there as well. Um, a couple of reminders I want to send out. This goes to T-Rex members of our Patreon club. We, we put a poll on our Patreon club and are asking T-Rex members to let us know 
what days they would prefer our meetings to be on. You see, there's people in every time zone. It's it's hard to to find a day that works right for everybody. So we're trying to find get as much feedback so at least we know how the majority feel. So, for instance, do we want to do our lessons on Sunday evenings or Saturday evenings or Saturday mornings or Friday evenings? We're trying to figure those out. So if you are a T-Rex member, go to your Patreon page, look up that poll, and please vote and let us know your opinion. And then also um, reviews. I, I just want to say this. They make a big, big difference for podcasts like like mine. If you enjoy the podcast, ask your parents if they would be willing to write a review for it. Um, those help us a lot because that's how other people find podcasts is if they're if they're strongly reviewed, I mean, we have now almost half a million uh, listeners. If any of you could take the time to write a review, it would help us out a bunch. And I, I certainly uh, hope you'll consider doing that. A couple of birthday shout outs. This is to Beckett, who is five on August the 8th. So that was not too terribly long ago. And then we have uh, Ben, who's turning six in just a couple of days. So these are both T-Rex members of the Patreon Club. So happy birthday. Shout out to you guys. I hope, Beckett, you had a good birthday. And Ben, I hope you have a good birthday. And to all of you having a birthday in August, happy birthday. Um, Let's see. Who are we going to get to sing happy birthday? This time I have a Stegosaurus skull. Stegosaurus is going to sing happy birthday. As you all know, cha-cha-cha raptor. I've given up all hope. I, I I can't stop it because he shows up every single time. So let's just get into it. You ready? Ready. Okay. Happy birthday to you. Cha-cha-cha. That raptor. I'm sorry. I, I don't, let's not even finish the song because that thing's going to come over and ruin it again. Okay. Stegosaurus wants to finish singing. Oh, go ahead. Happy birthday to you. Cha-cha-cha. I'm gonna spike you at dinner and spike on your shoes. Great. So Stegosaurus is gonna swing its tail and spike you for your birthday. What a great birthday gift that is. And then on top of that, having to do that. Little cha-cha-cha raptor who shows up every single time. A couple of other shout-outs. This one goes to um, uh, Wiley Raptor. Now, Wiley Raptor came to Trader's Trader's Village and visited me. Came all the way from Houston. I got to meet him. And by the way, Wiley Raptor called me Little Georgie Pants. That's not my name! I don't know who Little Georgie Pants is. How come you guys keep coming up with all these names? Would somebody please tell me that? And then I met Jason, Roper, Tucker, Lucas, and Riot. All of them were from Houston. They all I got to meet all of them. That was the coolest thing meeting your entire family, you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed meeting me as well because I absolutely had a great time meeting you all. And then Cody, who lives in San Antonio, came to Trader's Village with his grandparents. Cody, it was so nice meeting you, and I hope you enjoyed Trader's Village, and I hope none of my dinosaurs ate you while you were there, because if you got eaten, that's bad news for me, because that means my insurance goes up. A couple of other shout-outs. This goes to the Pena family who visited our museum a few weeks ago and wanted to thank me 
for sharing my passion with the community. And that's very kind of you guys. Um, I'm so glad that you all enjoyed the visit. Pena family, thank you so very much. Um, I'm just so glad that that you enjoyed it. And it was nice meeting you. And I'm glad you guys got to stop. Uh, I got to see you. That's so cool. Um, and then uh, DJ just wanted to mention that she loved the episode. And she likes the sound from the Dilophosaurus episode. How cool. Very, very cool. That is so cool. All right, my friends. It is time to get into the feature creature. It's time for our feature creature segment. If you would like to suggest a creature, go to the Dinosaur George Kids podcast page at dinosaurgeorge.com or post your suggestion on the Dinosaur George Kids Facebook group page. Now, here is your feature creature. Our feature creature is a Laphrosaurus. Now, this is not a common dinosaur. For some of you, you may have ne- never heard of a Laphrosaurus. Hey, uh, here's a joke. What dinosaur should you tell a joke to? A Laphrosaurus. Because it will laugh. A Laphrosaurus. was the worst joke I've ever told. Listen, there's not a lot of jokes in this industry, so don't be laughing at me. You're supposed to be laughing with me. That was a great joke. Elaphrosaurus. Get it, everybody? Okay, let's keep going. Elaphrosaurus is not a, not a common dinosaur. A lot of people don't know about it, but it's a very interesting dinosaur. The name Elaphrosaurus means light-footed lizard. I'll say this again because it's important to say this. You hear me say that dinosaurs, meat-eating dinosaurs, especially birds, are meat-eating dinosaurs or are related to meat-eating dinosaurs, theropods. They're related to all dinosaurs, but they're related to theropods very closely. And meat-eating dinosaurs are more like birds. A Laphrosaurus doesn't walk around like a lizard. So why does it have the name lizard in its name? It's because when dinosaurs were first being discovered, they assumed or thought that they were giant lizards. So they gave, the name Saurus means lizard in Latin. So a Laphrosaur means uh means that it is a um uh i mean it it's definitely a dinosaur but it is not a lizard just because it has the name in it just want you to know so its name means light-footed lizard because it was probably a very lightly a lightly built dinosaur it wasn't very heavy it's medium sized it's up to two meters long that's about six and a half feet long it's about as tall as a an average adult human, maybe a little bit shorter, but but pretty pretty tall. I mean, it's longer than it is tall, and it weighed probably two hundred and ten kilos, which is four hundred sixty three pounds. Now that's still a lot compared to you and I, but um, it's not a giant by any stretch of the imagination. This is a dinosaur that was found in Tanzania, China, Australia, and Argentina. It's a late Jurassic dinosaur living 154 to 150 million years ago. How did it live in Africa? How did it live in China, Australia, and Argentina? How is that possible? As you all know, all of the continents used to be connected. These dinosaurs had the ability to travel as far as they wanted to go. And as the continents began to break apart, 
those that were living in what is now uh, Australia, their bones are still there. That's where they died. Australia has moved, but their bones are still in the same spot. It's just Australia moved. How did they live in China and Tanzania, Africa? Because they lived there on that land, the land broke apart and moved. And as the land moved, it took their skeletons with them. So they didn't swim from continent to continent. Continents were all connected. This is, uh, this is, here's why this dinosaur is really interesting. Now, it belongs to the theropod family, which is the meat-eating dinosaurs, or most of them are meat-eaters. But it's interesting because when it was born, the babies, they had teeth. But as they grew up, their teeth went away and was replaced by sort of like a beak. So some paleontologists believe that their diet changed as they got older. When they were little, they ate meat and plants. But as they grew up, it appears that they started eating mostly plants. That would make this animal an omnivore eating both plants and meat. I believe the adults probably ate plants as well as meat, but they're not hunting big game. Just because you're a carnivore doesn't mean you go out and hunt bigger things. They might be better suited for eating things like eggs, lizards, french fries, small animals. What? I'm I'm sorry. I I think... (laughs) I heard somebody say something weird. Anyway, so these animals, <laughs> these animals were probably omnivores. Here's why I believe that the adults were probably eating meat as well. Inside our stomach and any living animal, there are certain bacteria that help break apart and digest food. In the stomach of a lion, you don't find the bacteria that's necessary to help digest plants. That's why they don't eat plants. Because they don't have the bacteria in their stomach to digest it. That's why wolves don't eat leaves from trees. They don't have the bacteria in their stomach to digest it. So if baby, if juvenile Laphrosauruses could eat both plants and meat, that suggests that the bacteria in their stomach was made for eating both plants and meat. Humans, we have the bacteria in our stomach that breaks down both plants and meat. Bears have it. Any omnivore has it. So if the babies had that in their stomach area, their gut, their intestines, then I would suspect that the adults had it too. And that means that maybe the babies are eating more meat when they're little, but as they get older, they eat more plants. There's a reason for that, by the way. Meat has more protein. It helps them grow faster when they're little. Plants are are better for the body, in fact. Plants are very good. It's very important that you eat lettuce and that you eat broccoli and all these vegetables and fruits because they're very important to your body. So when they're little, they're probably eating more meat because meat has more protein, which kind of 
kind of lets them grow faster. But as they get bigger, they didn't seem to eat as much meat. They seem to eat more plants. Were other dinosaurs like this? We don't know. But when it comes to a Laphrosaurus, it appears that the adults are eating more plants and the babies are eating more meat. And as they grow up, they switch over. So what does that mean? That means that if your mom tells you you have to eat broccoli, you have to eat broccoli. I know. When I was little, I hated broccoli. But broccoli is so good for your body. If you want to grow up to be a full-grown Elaphrosaurus, you're going to have to eat your veggies and fruit. That's the rules. I'm sorry. (laughs) And no, you can't tell your mom or dad, hey, I'm a baby Elaphrosaurus. I need chicken nuggets. There's more protein in chicken nuggets. So I'm supposed to only eat nuggets and ice cream and candy. Because those are, okay, don't say that to your parents. They're going to be so mad at me. One of your parents are going to write to me, why did you tell my kid to eat candy? Uh, because I'm a good influence on children. Um, that's why. (laughs) Eat your veggies, little stinkers, if you want to grow up to be big and insane like me. All right. So a Laphrosaurus, very, very interesting dinosaur. And it's not heavily built at all. It is a very light dinosaur. And one of the unique things about it is it has a really long neck. And that makes it really sort of interesting. It has a very long neck. What that tells me when you see an animal with a long neck, it's not only to help them reach up into the trees to reach leaves, which it certainly could, but that's also an excellent way to be able to catch smaller prey. If you're a Tyrannosaurus, you don't have a long skinny neck. You have a gigantically big, powerful neck. And that means that you can't swing your head super fast and you can't twist and turn your head as quickly. But you don't have to when you're a Tyrannosaurus because you're not chasing mice. But a Laphrosaurus has that snake-like long neck, which would have meant it could poke into the bushes. Maybe it could even go stick its head down into the hole of something that's living down underground. Maybe it could stick its head down and pull out a little furry mammal and have him for a snack. So looking at its body... There's two things that stand out. One, it has a super long tail, and two, it has a super long neck. The super long tail is used as a balance, which suggests this thing is fast. It's probably very, very fast. It probably could move super quick, and it needed to be able to if it is indeed catching smaller prey. And, of course, it needed the speed to get away from bigger predators. Remember, this is not a big dinosaur. So it has to be able to outrun competition or or predators, and it has to be able to catch its prey. Think of it like a cheetah. Cheetahs have super long tails that help them balance as they chase things and move very quickly. I'm not saying a Laphrosaurus was as fast as a cheetah, but I'll bet you it was pretty close. It could certainly outrun you and I. So when you look at dinosaur toys or pictures or skeletons in a museum, I want you all to pay very close attention to them. Pay super close attention to the animal. Don't just look at the mouth and go, that looks cool. Look at everything. Look at its arms. Are its arms long? Does it have two claws, three, four, five? Do you think this animal was fast? 
Do you think it could change directions quickly? All of these things can be figured out by looking at the skeleton. And when I look at a Laphrosaurus, what I see is a very fast animal that definitely starts off being an omnivore and maybe grows up to be more of an herbivore. But whatever its diet was, its body tells me it is capable of catching little prey, not big prey, because that's not how this animal's built. When you look at, think about this, look at, think about a flamingo and an eagle. A flamingo, can you imagine a flamingo trying to catch and eat big animals? That's not how its body's made. It would, its legs would get broken. Its neck would be broken. That's not what it does. An eagle is made for a confrontation because of the way it's built. It's built for a fight. So that's sort of like a Laphrosaurus. It's not built for a fight, but it could still eat other animals. And that, my little friends, is today's uh, feature creature, a Laphrosaurus. If you think a Laphrosaurus is interesting, go online and look him up. And if you would like a project and to post pictures on the Dinosaur George Kids Facebook group page, please draw me a picture of an Alaphrosaurus and a baby Alaphrosaurus. Draw an adult and a baby. Draw the baby eating a hamburger and draw the adult eating a salad. <laughs> I want to tell you guys, I gave you a project. Speaking of the Dinosaur George Kids page, <laughs> I gave you all a project when I wanted you to draw a picture of Yang Yangchuanosaurus playing the piano. And so many of you drew these pictures. And I want you to know, I was absolutely screaming, laughing. I was having so much fun. Russell, age five, drew an amazing, drew an amazing one. Um, I just, I absolutely loved it. I went in there and I also gave everybody a, uh, I gave everybody a project to draw a fire breathing cat. And <laughs> Devin Raptor, who's six, drew one for me, which was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> it just, I just want you all to know how much I enjoy all of your artwork and everything. Uh, uh, Rayanosaurus drew a picture of Yang Shuanosaurus dancing around a piano at his birthday party, and it even had a disco ball. <laughs> and then Otteraptor from Ireland drew a picture of me riding on the back of a fire breathing cat while Cha 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 Raptor was throwing stink bombs. <laughs> oh. Oh, this is absolutely great. And Auto Auto Raptor also also drew Yang playing a piano and Akatosaurus on the drums and Pyro Raptor on the guitar. <laughs> oh, you guys are just incredible. Harper, age seven, drew a fire breathing cat. <laughs> and that shows El Stinko being burned up. Hey, who is El Stinko? No one knows the identity. <laughs> Of El Stico. <laughs> oh, this is great. Oh, this is great. Then the Rip family posted one that, oh, this is absolutely great. Leonosaurus Rex, who turned seven, uh, who listens in Hawaii, by the way, um, 
drew a picture of it of a Yankchuanosaurus not only playing the piano but singing on top of that. Oh, I just want you all to know how much I love this. So anyway, if you would like to draw a picture to post on the Dinosaur George Kids Facebook group, this time I would like for you to draw a picture of an Alaphrosaurus baby eating a hamburger and an adult eating a salad. That's that's your project. Let's jump over to the Dinosaur George Kids page, and I just want to make a couple of mentions of things. Um, Mary and Timothy found some fossils on their first on the first Animals of Earth tour when they visited in Newfoundland, Canada. Hey, love that. That's really kind of cool. And Andrew had a delicious Allosaurus eating sausage pancake breakfast. Hey, nice for you. And then Grace, who's five, worked hard in school to become a new T-Rex member. Hey, welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. And Grace, I am so proud of you. And I want you to know something about why it's so important that you that you go to school. When I was little, I, I didn't want to go to school when I was little. I, I like staying at home. I like playing all day. And I, I'll tell you, first, second, and even third grade, I was like, I, I, I wish I could stay home and play. But that's when I've learned how to read. I learned that there were other friends in school that liked the things I did so I could share with them. I could talk with them. I could learn how to do math. All of those things are so important when you're a grown-up. When you're young, playing is the most important thing. And I get that. I felt the same way. But I want you all to remember that as you become adults, you have to be able to read and write and, and learn different things that are important. And, and so I hope that you all realize that working hard in school is going to be important for you. Now, in the case of Grace, it earned her the ability to become a T-Rex member of our patron club. So good for you. Your grades are important. And I hope you all work as hard as Grace did to improve everything. That's so cool. And then Titan Stephen Boa watched Jurassic Fight Club. Uh, that's a show that I hosted back in 2007. Titan Stephen Bo, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And let me just buzz through here. Uh, Nathan Asaurus posted some really cool pictures of dinosaurs that he saw. Uh, Hadriochus and Raptor Row uh, posted pictures of a museum. They went to, and I love those. Those are really cool. Um, the, oh, wow. Look at this. Uh, this is so cool. Um, uh, looks like, uh, is it Luke's birthday? Wow. Look at that birthday party. Look at that cake. Wow. That is so cool. And welcome to the club for being a Triceratops member. Welcome to the club. Happy birthday, my little friend. That is absolutely awesome. Hey, for all of you, I told you about that big mammoth. If you go to, um, uh, if you go to the page, you can see my little friend Isabel standing in front of that new mammoth skull that I got. If you want to see how big it is, you can see Isabel, who Isabel is a T-Rex member. She's been a T-Rex member from the beginning. So you can see how big that thing is. That's a great picture of you. Brachiovivic and Anish drew some great pictures. Hey, those are good. Oh, I love that playing the piano. Oh, boys, those are great. And I love that your pictures are taken outside. I love that, boys, because it makes your picture look so cool. Um, let's see what else. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, how nice is this? 
the Chase family posted a picture of El Stinko. <laughs> it's an actual skunk. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, Miles, love your Utah Raptor, buddy. Shout out to you. That's a great drawing, and I love all the colors you use. And this is really nice. The Belmont family posted a really cool picture of a sunset right in front of their Jurassic Park that they were visiting. That's really cool. And then Aaron, by the way, says, you are not El Stinko, you're little Georgie Pants. I'm neither one of those. Why would you say that? I am not. I don't even know who either of those people are. <laughs> All right, this is from uh, B and Finn. They said, hey, El Stinko, what comes from... Okay, right off the bat, let me tell you something, kid. No one knows the identity of El Stinko. No one. Smarter than Batman. Stronger than Superman. Has longer fingernails than Wolverine. No one knows the identity. So what came first, the chicken or the egg? My dad said that dinosaurs came out of the ocean. Well, nice eye rolling. Your dad is wrong. They did not. Well, okay, you know what? Your dad is actually technically right. Because life started in the ocean and it all came on land. So if you go back far enough, your dad is right. Oh, don't you hate that when your dad is right? Ugh. Ugh. Dads. Ugh, it's the worst when they're right. Because then they'll dance around in front of you and be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was right. I was right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they shake their booty around the house, acting like they own the joint. Damn. What are we going to do with them? Anyway, the other question, what came first, the chicken or the egg? They came together. The chicken was riding a motorcycle and the egg was in a little sidecar. So they came at the same time. Ta-da. <laughs> oh, this is so nice. My friend uh, Gemma posted some really, really beautiful books Great books. These are really good. I hope you guys go and check them out. And then James, age four, sent some great pictures that he colored. These are really good. Really, really good. You are indeed a paleo illustrator. You use great colors in that. I'm very proud of you, James. Shout out to you, buddy. Those are great. Love your smile, by the way. Super cool. And then uh, Thomas Ceratops and Leonicus did a great picture with my favorite Allosaurus. Thank you all so much for posting that picture. I love it. Bo showed, did a beautiful, beautiful Dunkleosteus. Uh, and he's hoping to inspire it for future podcasts. You know what? That's so nice. And by the way, uh, mom, dad, and Bo, thank you that you guys uh, were nice enough to say you love, love my show. Thank you. That's very kind of you. Uh, Dunkleosteus is a good suggestion, and we'll see if we can do that. That would be cool. And then Sam just turned 10. Um, uh, I love your, your, uh, love your dinosaur shirt, by the way. Wow, that's very cool. Very, very cool. I'm so glad you like it. Happy birthday to you, Sam. Let's see, when did you turn 20? You know what, Sam? It might be your birthday today or in a day or two. Happy birthday to you, buddy. Love that dinosaur shirt, and you keep studying. Absolutely loved it. Uh, let's see what else is on here. I'm just going through reading these. These are funny. Uh, my youngest son is turning three on August 24th. That's two days from now. Well, 
Well, well, well. His name is Surf. Surf, happy birthday to you. And I'm sorry that you love Cha-Cha-Cha Raptor, but that's the worst animal that ever lived. Cha-Cha-Cha. Get away. You see what happened? You see what you did? You see what you did, Surf? You said its name, and then it came running up here and said Cha-Cha-Cha for your birthday. So happy birthday. I'm very sorry that Cha-Cha-Cha Raptor decided to come up and say that. But happy birthday, my little friend. Uh, Let's see. Keep going through here. Uh, Maggie Soros Rex. Hey, I like that a lot. That's a fidget T-Rex. I've never heard of that, but I like that. That's really cool. Thank you for posting that. Uh, Ona Raptor and Emily Soros went to the Greensboro Science Center. Hey, that's nice. Wow, is that a Stegimoloch? Is that who that is, a Stegimoloch or a Draco Rex? That's really cool. Glad you guys, thank you for posting that. That was really, really cool. Uh, Let's see. And you know what? Uh, Sammy, I'm so glad you love the movie. I still have not gone to see the new Jurassic World. They say I've got to see it, El Stinko, but I. What? What did you just say to me? What did you? Oh, Sam, you are in so much trouble. But by the way, Sam, I noticed that you have a big bucket of popcorn. That's my weakness in life. You know how kryptonite gets Superman? Popcorn gets me. That's my weakness. Yes, I love popcorn. But I'm glad you like the movie. And why did you call me El Stinko? No one knows the identity of El Stinko. And then my little niece, Susie Soros, had her birthday. And they made the greatest cake. In fact, she even put me next to it, which is the coolest thing. I hope nobody ate that, by the way. Nobody. Hey, where's my hair? Hey, you didn't put any hair in my head, child. I've got a super, super big hairdo. And uh, I should have giant hair on top of my head, child. I don't know why you're laughing and smiling like that. But happy birthday to my little niece. I love you guys. Happy birthday to you, sweetie. And thank you. That is very, very kind. That's really cool. Uh, Let's see. Oh. Uh, James wanted to know, he's four years old, wants to know why the fossils doesn't show, they don't show horns. Well, it depends, uh, James, on which dinosaur it is, and because not all of them have horns. And there's another reason why. Even some that had horns, the, the horn, the bone is usually small. The covering that went over the horn is really big. But when the dinosaur dies, that covering decomposes. It goes away. All that's left behind are the little bumps on the head where the horns used to be. So some dinosaurs don't have horns and other dinosaurs may have had small horns. All right. This is from the uh, Dwyer family. I twisted an ankle today. So today my ankle sores. That is horrible. That is the funniest, worst joke I've ever heard in my life. That was great. That was great. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, Hey, great picture. Great picture, Noah, of you standing by the Jurassic Park vehicle. You guys took a road trip to or took a trip all the way to Mexico. 4,000 miles. 
Oh, man. Oh, and you guys were going to come see me, but you were coming on a Monday and you realized we were closed. I am so sorry that I didn't get to meet you. I am so sorry, Noah. Yes, we're only open Saturday and Sunday. Trader's Village is only open on the weekend. It's not open on the weekdays, and that's why. But I'm, I look forward to meeting you and your family, and I'm glad that you got to st- stand next to that car, which is so cool. That's just the coolest thing in the world. Sam is standing next to a, a bottle or jar with a baby dinosaur in it. Sam, that is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. That is so cool. And what's this beautiful? Oh, this is really nice. You drew a picture of a fire-breathing saber tooth killing El Stinko. Well, that's just one. Who is this El Stinko? No one knows the identity of El Stinko. No one. <laughs> the Sobro family posted a great, oh, this is great. This is really, really nice. I'm glad you listened to the episode. Shout out to you. That is so cool. Um, and I like your dinosaur meeting that you've created with your toys. That Love that. That's very, very nice. Hi, DG El Stinko. This is Aiden, age nine. We are new to the group, but a bit. What? What did you just call me? What did you just? Did you just call me? No one knows the identity of El Stinko. Stop calling me. El Stinko, because that's not me. <laughs> and I'm glad you're new to the Dinosaur George Kids page. Uh, Kim family, welcome all of you. And uh, man, I like this picture that you did. I like the dinosaur plus your, I like the, this is very good. Very, very good. You're a great artist. That's really, really cool. I like that a lot. Uh, the fact that you called me El Stinko. Oh, Aiden, you are in so much trouble, child. You're not going to believe it. Oh, you're not going to believe it. And then Cartosaurus had a picture of him on the last day of his dino camp. Glad you enjoyed it. Hope you had a good time. Uh, There's so many of you that wrote such nice things and great. Grace um, T-Rex did a beautiful, you know what? Let's, Let's see if I can hear this. Hang on just a second. Let's, let's see something. I want to see something. Because she sent a video, and I want to see what this is. Let's see. Um, 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 I hope you like it, dinosaur George. I absolutely loved it. That was the neatest thing. And Grace, who's a new member of the T-Rex Club. Grace T-Rex, thank you. I liked your card. It was beautiful. I uh, don't get, I see I'm being attacked and I don't get to use my stink bombs. What kind of a kid does that? But I loved your singing style and I loved your card very much. And thank you for doing that. That was super nice of you. Super nice. Ezra Raptor did a great picture with a pterosaur. Um, uh, Yohei, who's five, drew a picture of a fire-breathing cat and me with no, I mean, DG, uh, yeah, me with no stink bombs. <laughs> and welcome to the club. I'm glad that you waited a whole year to become a T-Rex member, and I'm glad. And then Yohei was nice enough to write URL Stinko. Well, let's get... Wait, what? Oh, kid, 
Oh, you are in so much trouble. You are in so much trouble. Velasa Yohe, wait till I see you, kid. You're in trouble. I am not El Stico. No one knows the identity of El Stico. And then Ethan, my little buddy Ethan, whose name changes every single time we do an episode. <laughs> Ethan drew a picture. <laughs> Ethan drew a picture of his Yankees <laughs> playing the piano. <laughs> oh, this is so great. Stegosaurus? How do I pronounce your name? Sorcy? It's a beautiful name. I wonder, a mom? Make sure and send me how to pronounce that beautiful name because I want to make sure it's right. But I love your picture in front of your Stegosaurus. I mean, uh, in front of the Ceratopsians. Great picture. That's absolutely beautiful. Magisaurus Rex drew a beautiful picture for me. Uh, this is so cool. Jin and Ari, who are from Australia, uh, showing off their dino birthday cake. Love that, you guys. I hope that was good. That's really cool. Uh, Aaron posted some great pictures in there. Mary and Timothy did some great stuff. Hey, those are, that's uh fern. Those, those, wait a minute. Those are some really early animals. Those might even be trilobite tracks that you're pointing at. Those are very, very cool. Finley Soros Rex drew a picture of a fire breathing cat. <laughs> and I'm so glad, uh, case family that you guys enjoy it. Thank you for listening to it. Brustonia uh, wants to know how long and tall a Dunkleosius was. You know what? I will try to do one on Dunkleosius, you guys. I promise I will, because so many of you are asking for that. Uh, Lucas Scorpius Rex, great video. Dylan having a huge battle with yours. Uh, Dylan's twin brother, Leo, nicely done. Uh, Ketza Kenneth <laughs> actually put a Yank Chuanosaurus on a piano. <laughs> Wes, Tyrannosaurus Wes drew a picture of a Yank Chihuahuasaurus playing the piano. You guys are crazy. Oh. Sophia Kittysaurus and Wyatt Rex, who I got to meet. They live in Florida. I got to meet them. You guys always post great pictures, and I absolutely love seeing you as well. Uh, Tulum or Tulum from Mexico is seven years old. Uh, I know you are El Stinko. I am posting Yank Chihuahuasaurus and Utah Raptor. Yank Chihuahuasaurus. What did you just say to me, kid? I know you are El Stinko. Let me tell you people something. I don't know who this El Stinko person is. I don't know him. He's not me. No one knows the identity of El Stinko. Noble Bradshaw posted a beautiful picture. Absolutely love that. Uh, it looks like everybody's being wiped out by Therizinosaurus. Absolutely loved it. Uh, Cooper 11 drew a beautiful picture of Argnathus. A very, very, wow. That's beautiful. That's very, very beautiful. Um, at Paleontologist Breakfast, hard-boiled dinosaur heads. How did you guys do that? Renata, how did you do that? That's, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. And Champosaurus got to see Scotty the T-Rex. That's a big dinosaur. Parkosaurus got some really cool stuff for his birthday. Looks like a Mosasaur and Spinosaurus tooth. Happy birthday to you, buddy. Wow. Arano Rex did a great scene. Alberta Spinus 2001 did a great, great scene. Wow. 
Uh, Adriocus, Raptor Row, and T-Rex are having the time of their life playing in a water party. That looks like a lot of fun. Owen Raptor, wow, did a beautiful diorama. Love that. Shout out to you. Max got a new dino backpack. All of you. Listen, I wish I could mention every single one. Uh, Daniel Soros. <laughs> Yank Juanasaurus playing the piano. <laughs> oh, this is just great. Max from Australia did a great image. Oliver did a great set. Oh, all of you. All of you just did such an amazing thing. Like I said, I wish I could mention every single solitary one of you. I want you all to know that I may not always respond, but I want you to know that I read those and I laugh and I love all of the things that you all have done. It's just absolutely amazing stuff. Just amazing stuff. So cool. All right. Let's do some Ask Dino George. Do you have any questions about dinosaurs? Just ask Dinosaur George. You can post your questions on the Dinosaur George Kids Facebook page or click on the Dinosaur George podcast page at dinosaurgeorge.com. Questions are chosen at random and you can submit as many as you want. And now, here's Dinosaur George. All right, let's answer a couple of them. Ruben writes, did sauropods bash necks like giraffes do today? What an interesting question, Ruben. Um, if any of you have ever seen giraffes, male giraffes fighting, they fight, very unusual. They stand side by side and swing their head down and into the neck or into the body of their opponent. And each one takes a turn and they're trying to see which one will give up first and the winner then becomes the leader of the, or the boss, the most important one in the herd. That's how animals, uh, animals fight for position. It's very common in almost all animals that to be the leader, to be the boss, um, you have to fight for that position. And in the case of giraffes, they stand side by side and swing their necks. You can see videos on it. it it's, it's brutal looking. So did dinosaurs do that? I don't know if their neck was as flexible as that of a giraffe, Ruben. This is a great question. I don't know if their necks are as flexible. Now, one of the reasons why giraffes can do it is giraffes have horns, and they usually make contact with those two horns. Those horns are round, by the way. They're not pointy. They're not trying to kill the other giraffe. They're just trying to, trying to make it quit because it's getting hurt. So they're not looking to stab you with their horns because their horns look like a tennis ball is on top of them. And so that takes the brunt of the impact, I believe. And that's probably why they can do it. Now, sauropods didn't have that. And so I don't know if that would be possible or not. See, the other thing is a sauropod's neck bone connects to the back of the skull. Giraffes connect under the skull. And because they're different, it may give more strength than the neck to a giraffe so it doesn't break its own neck. So I don't know the answer to that, but that's a very interesting question. James, who's four years old, says, why don't fossils show horns? Okay, James, I saw your question on the on Facebook um, and I answered your question there. It just depends on which kind of dinosaur it is and if they had horns or not. And then Bill, age seven, says... 
Did dinosaurs shed their skin like modern-day reptiles? Very interesting question. Probably not. And here's why I say that. Probably not. Because we're finding more and more evidence that small dinosaurs were feathered. Both carnivores and herbivores are feathered. If you are feathered, you do not shed your skin. Because that would mean every single feather would have to come off. And feathers are there for a reason. Maybe they're there to help the animal heat up or cool down. Maybe they're there as camouflage. But they're there for a reason. And if each year all of your feathers fall off so you could shed your skin, then whatever those feathers do, they don't do anymore. And the animal wouldn't be able to survive because the feathers are there for a reason. So if the smaller ones are not, then it would probably make sense that the bigger ones are not either. Also, because of their relationship to birds, birds don't shed their skin. Some birds do something called molting, where they lose a lot of their feathers. They lose a lot of their feathers and they replace them with brand new ones. That's called molting. The skin doesn't go away. It's just the feather falls out and the feather grows back. So some birds have a period of their life called molting. So I doubt that dinosaurs shed, but that's a very, very interesting question. I like that question a lot. That's actually a very, very good question. All right. Um, I'm running long on this one. So let me take a little breather for myself. Let me talk about the Patreon Club. I, I don't want to make these podcasts a nonstop ad, but Patreon is what allows me to do the podcast for free. So with Patreon, if you uh, want to join, there's three levels. Triceratops level, that's a dollar a month. The Raptor Club level, that's $5 a month. And the T-Rex member, which is $10 a month. That's all a lot of money. A dollar a month is still a lot of money. If you would like to become a member, you can just ask your parents and they may say yes, and that's great. But what would be the appropriate way to do it is offer something to your parents in return. For instance, you might say, if I get good grades on the next um, uh, quarter of the year, Will you let me be a Raptor Club member or a T-Rex member? And then you can work hard in school and you can earn it. Or maybe you say, if I help you fold the laundry, will you let me be a club member? You see, what you're doing is you're not just asking for something. You're showing your parents that you want to be responsible and you want to earn things. Now, when you're little, you can't do a lot of stuff. That's okay. But maybe you could say, mom or dad or grandma or auntie or whoever you spend your time with, you can say, when I get finished playing, I'm going to put away all my toys. And if I do it enough times, will you let me be a club member? That way they know that you are trying to earn it. Because as kids, every day we ask our parents for something, every day. And your parents want to do something for you all the time. That's what parents do. But they can't do everything. So, if you 
But you remember, you can't do it just long enough to become a club member and then you stop doing it because they could cancel your membership. So if you would like to become a member, and I hope you do, I would like for you to do something to earn your membership. Again, maybe your parents won't make you earn it. That's okay. That's great. But if your parents are not willing to, you could at least say, what if I did this? They still may say, nope, we're not doing it. And that's okay. You have to accept it. And you go, that's okay. I get to listen to the podcast for free and that's fun. And that's all that matters. So I'm going to play just a quick ad about the pod uh, Patreon club. And then when we come back, we'll do some who would wins. And then I'll post an interview I did with a Patreon club T-Rex member. Become a member of the Dinosaur George Patreon Club and join the fun. We offer different club levels, each with their own set of benefits. Private lessons, new discoveries, behind-the-scene access, and much more are all part of being a club member. Visit DinosaurGeorge.com and sign up today. Who would win? What if two different prehistoric creatures fought? Who would win? T-Rex versus a giant wolf? Raptor versus Terror Bird? Spinosaurus versus Triceratops? You choose the animals, and Dinosaur George will size them up and pick a winner. Now, get ready. It's time to find out who would win. All right, Who Would Wins can only be submitted by Tyrannosaurus Rex Club members of the Patreon Club. Let's go. Sophia and Wyatt, who have been T-Rex members for two years, wrote and said, Who Would Win? Dinosaur George versus Cha-Cha-Cha Raptor. Okay, let me just say this for the record. That raptor drives me nuts. That raptor drives me completely insane. Who Would Win? Well, if I've got my stink bombs, baby, nothing, nothing's going to beat me if I've got my stink bombs. But if I don't, then unfortunately that rotten little raptor would win. Thanks for putting me up against that raptor, you two. Oh, I'm going to get even with both of you. And then Otis and Ines um, said Megalodon versus Triceratops. Hey, this is an interesting one. Now, the fight would have to be in the ocean, right? Because Megalodon cannot come on land. It would die. So that would mean then that maybe Triceratops would wade out into the ocean. And I think they did. Maybe Ceratopsians would go to the ocean to eat seaweed, which would give them vitamins that they don't get in other forms of plants. So they might go there. Why would they go out into the water? Not to drink it, but because that might help them get rid of parasites, little bugs and ticks and things that attach themselves to them. The salt water would kill those animals. So they may go out and soak themselves in the salt water to get rid of that. Maybe they did it as a way to to maybe help uh, with infections. Maybe they have a cut and the salt water could kill the bacteria. There would be reasons for them to go out in the water. And if it does, then that's where the fight's going to be. Now, Triceratops is probably not a good swimmer, but don't discount those horns. Those horns are powerful regardless of what you eat. Megalodon doesn't come in contact with animals with horns at all. It's not made for taking on an animal with horns. Megalodon could swallow a Triceratops whole. 
But therein lies the problem. Those horns, if it swallows it head first, those horns could stab right into the roof of the mouth of a megalodon. And then it's got to spit that thing out. Triceratops is going to be able to cause a lot of damage to megalodon. But because megalodon can move quicker through the water, all that it would have to do is come from behind. And then it could bite the triceratops in half. I would give the fight to megalodon. But I will say that Megalodon better be very careful because of what could happen. All right, Sammy Rex wrote Dilophosaurus versus a fox. This is an interesting one. I like this one. Dilophosaurus is pretty fast. A fox is probably faster. At least a fox could change directions faster. But here's the problem with the fox. Its teeth and its jaw muscles are not strong enough to probably do a lot of damage. Now, it could attack the ankle of a Dilophosaurus, and maybe with enough bites in one area, it could really wound the Dilophosaurus. It's never going to be able to kill Dilophosaurus because that's too big of a dinosaur to do that. But it could definitely wound it to where Dilophosaurus might retreat from the fight. But Dilophosaurus has relatively long arms. It could grab and it could hold. I think Dilophosaurus would win simply because of its size. And then finally, uh, I think it's Lachosaurus wrote Woolly Mammoth versus Triceratops. Oh, man. This one's pretty cool. All right. Woolly Mammoth has size. Woolly Mammoth has those huge tusks. But the problem with those tusks are that they curl up, meaning that the tips of the tusks do not pose as big a weapon as Triceratops, whose horns point forward. The reason why they're called tusks on a mammoth is because they come out of the mouth. They're called horns on a triceratops because they're attached to the skull. That's, that's the difference between the two. Hippos have tusks. Walruses have tusks. Mammoths have tusks. Triceratops has horns. Cows have horns. Uh, buffalo have horns. They're connected to the skull, not the mouth. So, woolly mammoth is certainly capable of defending itself, but I would say in this particular case... Triceratops probably has the advantage because its horns are made to go straight into whatever's attacking them. Mammoth's tusks are better suited for slinging side to side and send you flying another direction. But they're used to being attacked by cats, by bears, by wolves, by lions, and their tusks could cause tremendous injury. Just swinging their head from side to side could smash the enemy. But they're not made for taking on something as big as a Triceratops. I'm going to give this battle to Triceratops solely because, solely because its horns are pointing forward and that would make it a much more deadly animal. Let's do an interview, shall we? How would you like to be interviewed on a future podcast episode? Well, now you can. Become a Tyrannosaurus member of our Patreon Club, and you might be chosen for an interview with Dinosaur George. Visit DinosaurGeorge.com to join the club. And now, let's meet a Tyrannosaurus Club member. Ronan! Ronan is here. Now, Ronan has a brother and sister that I want to say hi to before we begin, begin the interview. Darian. Darian, how old are you? 35? 38? You're 38 years old? 
And that's and then Felicity. I'm fifty-seven. So Felicity is 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 your sister. And how old is Felicity? Five. Five. Very good. So we have Ronan, Darian, and Felicity. Ronan, how old are you, Ronan? I'm I'm seventy-six. You're seventy-six. Well, you look great for being seventy-six. All right, so let's get started. It was nice meeting your family, Ronan, and I'm glad we were able to get them in. So, Ronan, let's begin by talking about, do you have a favorite dinosaur? Who is your favorite? All of them. You like all of them. Now, do you like meat eaters or plant eaters better or the same? Uh, The same. So let's start with plant eaters. If there was one plant-eating dinosaur, that you could see alive. Let's say that that we invented a time machine and we went back in time. If there's one, you only get to see one plant eater. Who do you want to see? Uh, Triceratops. Whoa. I love Triceratops. Why Triceratops? Because the big horns. Yeah. I like them too. What about some of the other cousins of Triceratops like Styracosaurus? And those? Do you like them as well? Yeah. I always liked Styracosaurus because of those big spikes on its frill. I always thought those looked so cool. So you would want to see Triceratops. What color do you think it would be if you got to see it? Uh, Red and black. Red and black. Those are good colors. And listen, in the animal kingdom, red and black might be the color on its horns because those are warning colors. When you see an animal in nature that is yellow or bright, bright yellow, bright blue or bright Uh, red. Those are warning colors that tells you never to pick that animal up, right? Because those are colors that are supposed to warn. Or not to go near it. Or not to go near it. Good job. Very good. So I think you might be right. I think it might be kind of cool that um, their horns could have been striped like red and black or black and red or yellow black. I mean, I think they would look cool. So you want to (laughs) see Triceratops. Now let's talk about the meat eaters. We're traveling back. We're setting our time machine. What dinosaur, what meat eater do you want to see? Uh, Ceratosaurus. Whoa. I love that one, too. Those are great choices. Now, why Ceratosaurus? Why do you want to see it? Because it has this little horn on it, though. You're and right. I don't think it attacks you. Yeah, I don't know what to think about Ceratosaurus. Some scientists think Ceratosaurus... Um, might have actually been sort of like Spinosaurus and that it hunted in the water. It could have been possible that they may have been good swimmers, so they may have been and fish eaters. In Jurassic Park, it might have been eating fish out of the water. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. So, yeah, I like I like Ceratosaurus as well. Now, earlier, you and I were talking about Allosaurus, which you already knew was my favorite dinosaur. What did you yeah. say you liked about Allosaurus? What was it about Allosaurus you liked? The little horns on its head right Yeah, there. I totally agree with you. I like them a lot. What about Carnotaurus? It's got horns, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like Carnotaurus. But they're more sharp. Yeah. They're more sharp. Yeah, exactly. But I loved Allosaurus. I wish Allosaurus would have been more in the movies. Like, have you ever seen the Jurassic Park or Jurassic World movies before? Who's growling at you? I don't know. I hope that's not my stomach because I haven't had lunch yet. 
Maybe my, uh, maybe it my, was the allosaurus that I have in my hands. So you have a toy allosaurus that's growling at me. You need to tell that thing to behave itself because growling <laughs> it's is not real. A, it's real. Great. So you got a real allosaurus running around your house. Does your mother know you have a live dinosaur in your house, child? Yeah. Oh, no. And she lets you have a live allosaurus? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that is pretty cool, actually. All right. <laughs> So, are what now? Are you in school, Ronan? Have you started school yet? Yeah. Are you starting this year, or do you guys homeschool? Starting this year. Starting this year. So, let me ask you, Darian, what grade are you in? Third. You're in third. Very good. And so, Ronan, you'll be starting kinder this year. Is that correct? Second. Second. Oh, so you're no, in school. Okay, I don't think you're in. I don't think you're in college yet. You seem kind of young to be in college, but hey, what do I know, right? So uh, let me ask you: Do you like to draw? Are you a good artist? Yeah. Ooh, nice. Now I just set. I just released the latest podcast yesterday, and it's on Yang Chuanosaurus, which is a cousin of Allosaurus. If you hear that podcast, Ronan. One of the one of the projects I gave everybody is to draw a picture of Yang Chuanosaurus playing the piano. <laughs> we heard that. We heard that. Did you? Yes, I it just yesterday. Nice. So if you guys get a chance, try to draw a picture of Yang Chuanosaurus playing the piano <laughs> and po- post it on the on the I'll Dinosaur George Facebook. Hey, go do it. Let me show you. That's cool. I'm gonna go get a. Nice. Well, <laughs> so, it looks like Allosaurus could play the piano. Oh yeah, it's got three claws. So let me ask you, what kind of stuff do you like to do for fun, Ronan? Like, do you like to I watch movies? Legos. You play Legos. Hey, that's cool. What have you built with Legos before? What kind of things have you built? Uh, Jurassic World stuff. Oh, do like you? This. Oh, like nice. This. So is that a Jurassic World Raptor? What is that? That. It's an extra raptor from the new one. Oh, nice. Nice. Did you see any of the Jurassic World movies before? Have you watched any of those? Yeah. Were they? I've seen all of them. Really? Did you see the new one, Dominion? Yeah. Do you know I still haven't seen Dominion? I've got to go see it. So what were some of the dinosaurs you saw in Dominion? Gigantosaurus. Right. These are the new ones. Acerraptor, Gigantosaurus, uh... There's Enosaurus. I went more. And was Pyro, there's like Pyro? the new big giant black T-Rex. Oh, wow. That's cool. So what did you think of that Therizinosaurus? Did you like it? Yeah. And it- yeah. Those claws are giant, man. Those claws are absolutely And I can giant. literally see them right through the stomach. Oh, really? The Oh, yeah. Stomach. Ooh, that would have been bad. That would have been really bad. So what about other prehistoric animals? Not dinosaurs, but what about some of the other animals like the mammoths and the saber tooth? Do you like them as well? Yeah, I I like, you know, the most, my most favorite water one. What's that? Uh, helicopter. It's oh. just like, yeah. Let me tell you something top secret. Do you know that I'm getting ready to record a Helicoprion special podcast in a minute? Yeah. Oh. What we're going to do, this one isn't going to have any, it's only going to be a short, about 30 minute one. It's going to be different. 
It's going to be a mini podcast, and it's only going to be on Helicopter Round. And the reason why is because it's Shark Week on TV. So we're going to do a, just a short podcast. Now, your interview will not be on that podcast because that's a short one. That one's not going to have any who would wins. It won't have any questions. It's just going to be a short uh, short one. So I'm glad you mentioned Helicopter Round. I think that thing is cool, too. I, we still don't know what it did. You know what I like? I think it... You think it moved its jaw and cut with it, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And made really bad injuries on, like, Megalodon and stuff. Oh, yeah. I think it was, like, super giant. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And if I was, like, standing next to it, I think it would be super giant. It's a definitely a weird-looking shark. I wish they found more of it so people knew There's more about it. There's two helicopterians. Is there? Are there two species? Yeah. yeah. It is. Can you see it? Okay, so Darian just drew a picture of Yang Chuanosaurus playing the piano. <laughs> that's good. That's very good. That's that's hilarious. Yeah, that's so funny. I don't. I, can you imagine a dinosaur playing the piano? Yeah, I would have drawn Allosaurus to helping oh, yeah. it play the piano. Oh yeah, man! Hey, let me ask you this: Do you have any dinosaur books, uh, Ronan? Do you like dinosaur yeah. books? Now, how many dinosaur books do you have? Do you have one or more than one? More than one. Good, good for you. That's very I good. I don't get them. I have like ten thousand dinosaur toys. All right, you sound like me. I have more dinosaur toys. So when you play with your dinosaur toys, do you ever set up like all the meat eaters on one side and all the plant eaters on the other? Do you ever do that? Yeah, I make like battles. Oh, speaking of like, battles. I put like plant eaters and meat eaters. And I'm not, I want a ga- two Gallimimuses to play each other. Oh, wow. That would be a pretty interesting battle. I think they could eat. Here they are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You do have a lot of books. Yeah, you really do have a lot of books. That's very cool. That's very cool. So, and more. Yeah. <laughs> I have Yankchuanosaurus. Right. I like Yankchuanosaurus. I think it's an interesting dinosaur. Not as much as Allosaurus. That's my favorite. I have two, I have two Allosauruses. Do you? Nice. Yeah. What about... One from Fallen Kingdom, one from the moon. Oh, nice. What about Carnotaurus? Do you, do you have any Carnotaurus toys? Yeah. I like Carnotaurus. You know, have more than one. Yeah. When we were talking about Allosaurus and its little horns, you know, Carnotaurus's horns are so much bigger. I think I think it's using them like a battering ram. I think he's attacking things with those horns. But why would they go and like, maybe it would slash his head and bang? There you go. See, you're right. Because cow's and horns. on the ground and then. Yes. Well, they could swing their head from side to side, maybe. Or if they just lower the head and come running in, the way those horns are, they they kind of, there's like a platform on its head. So when it lowers its head, it can ram you and still use those horns going head on. So that yeah. would have been cool. Hey, what about museums? Do you guys ever visit museums? Yeah. Have you ever seen any cool things at a museum? Yeah, I've digged up. Like plastic dinosaur bones. Oh, that's cool. Or maybe real. Yeah, you got to be a paleontologist, and how cool is that? Yeah. And what about animals that are alive today? I know you like prehistoric animals. What about animals today? Do you like to go to the zoo? Do you like to see animals? Yeah, 
So do you have a favorite kind of sharks are prehistoric? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, but sharks are modern as well. I like sharks a lot. I like uh, I like all different species of sharks. Well, just get say. Yeah. I like hermit crabs. I I like hermit crabs. They're kind of cool. I think crabs are kind of cool. One time one pinched me, so I didn't get it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they can be a little crabby. Get it? They can be crabby. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. They can be crabby. All right. Like selfish. <laughs> Do you have any questions? Do you have any questions you want to ask me? Or even yeah. who would win? What would you like to ask? Uh, You with diamond armor, diamond sword, and Not still L. your stink bombs versus that's 10 T-Rexes. I win. My yep. stink bombs can wipe out even 10 T-Rexes. And even a diamond sword. Oh, that well, with a diamond sword, that helps And with well. El Stinko. No one no, knows. You're not, you're not El Stinko. No one knows the identity of El Stinko. <laughs> no one. Yeah, you're not, you're not <laughs> El Stinko. I've never said that to you. With the weapon of El Stinko. <laughs> That's right. Well, El Stinko, I don't know who that person is. I don't know who I don't, that is. I don't know him either. Yeah. So what about, I'm going to give you a who would win, and I'm going to see what you think. Who would win? Allosaurus versus Carnotaurus. Oh, I think it would be Allosaurus. I agree. It could, like, hold on to its neck and bite through the neck and bite the head off. Yeah. And also, Allosaurus has longer arms with big claws, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, Carnotaurus has tiny, tiny little claws. It can't even use them. Yeah. It could just, like, yeah, they're so tiny. And I don't think even reach it. That's exactly right. And it can only scratch its neck, not its back. That's it. That's right. It can't even pick his own nose. What a shame. He has to go to his mom. <laughs> Mother, could you please pick my nose for me? I can't reach. <laughs> and the mom's like, this is the grossest thing you've ever asked me to do, child. I'm not going to pick my kid's nose. Okay, fine. I'll just pick up a porcupine. There, done. <laughs> what about the Russian's teeth? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he could do. Well, Ronan, this podcast is going to be heard all over the world. Is there anything you would like to say to all the kids all over the world that are listening? What would you like to say to them? Be a dinosaur. Be a dinosaur. Yeah, baby. Be a dinosaur. And if you could be a dinosaur, who would you be? Uh, T-Rex. The king. I think you would be a, you smell like a skunkosaurus. (laughs) (laughs) Ronan, thank you so much, buddy, for doing this on short notice. I appreciate it very much. It was nice meeting Darian and nice meeting Felicity. Thank you, mom, for setting all this up. Ronan, did you have a good time? Yeah. Excellent. Well, I've got to have you back and our next meeting I'm going to see if we can do Truodon because you mentioned that earlier. That would be a good subject for a meeting or a podcast. I don't think I've done a podcast on Truodon, have I? I don't know. I don't don't think. Yeah, I don't think so. Maybe I'll do a podcast on Truodon. All right, buddy. Thank you so very much, my friend. I hope you have a great afternoon. All right, my friends. That is it for this episode. I hope you learned a lot about Alaphrosaurus. I hope you go look him up. If you follow us on the Dinosaur George Kids Facebook group page 
your your lesson or your project is to draw a picture of an adult Alaprosaurus eating a hamburger and a baby eating a salad. No, the other way around. No, I'm wrong. The other way around. The you draw the adult eating a salad and the baby eating a hamburger. <laughs> I can't believe I confused those. For all of you out there, welcome to back to school. If you're homeschooled, welcome back to school as well. To everyone around the world, be kind. And for all of you, I want you to remember, there are going to be children going to your school who are new. They don't have any friends. They don't know anybody. If you see a student who is new and doesn't have any friends, they don't have somebody to eat with in the cafeteria, or they don't have somebody to play with on the playground, Remember, walk up and introduce yourself and say hello. Maybe you'll become best friends. Maybe you won't. It doesn't matter. But always remember, being the new kid is hard. And you can make their world much better by being kind. Be kind to everybody. Tell your mom and dad thank you for all the things they do for you. Tell your grandma, your grandpa, your aunts, your uncles, your neighbors, everybody who shows you kindness. You tell them thank you. And if you want to become a Patreon Club member, think about doing something to earn your spot. Thank you all so very much. Have a great day, and I will be talking to you soon. Listening to Dinosaur George Kids. Join the Dinosaur George Kids Facebook group, become a member of our Patreon club, and check out our website store for cool fossils, rocks, and crystals. Visit dinosaurgeorge.com for details. Until next time, keep digging for knowledge. Yeah. Yeah.